Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Ki May, and I'm here to help make your creative journeys a little bit easier through the Creative Champs platform. Now, just to know, I'm recording this from home, so the quality might be a little bit different and I apologise for any background noises you might hear. So let's get into it. So today I'm going to be speaking to you about the time that I turned down a huge, what could have been a huge opportunity um, because of the contract, because of the terms, because it wasn't as glossy as it first appeared. And we all have those moments where it's like, oh, do you know what? This looks like it will be a, an amazing opportunity, but something doesn't feel quite right, you know? And sometimes in a haze of um, joy and excitement, we end up signing away on things that aren't actually of benefit to us or that might actually mess us up. Um, but we don't realise it. We're, we're sort of like switched off to it because we're thinking, oh, this is just amazing. Like, I'm so happy I've been asked to do this. And OK, so this was I thought it was the end of 2018, but it was the end of 2017 because I was just checking out the emails and the contracts and all that sort of stuff again. And so I was approached by uh, a major um I don't even want to give it away, but I was approached by a very big uh, organization, a big network in the States, right? And I was approached to produce illustrations on a particular topic that I don't really have any sort of interest in. So that was sort of the the first part of it that made me a little bit mm, uncomfortable. But I thought, oh, OK, if the contract's OK, I can work with it, right? And it was around the 14th of December and they had asked if I could produce the work in two weeks. Now, at that point in time, I was also working on other projects simultaneously. So it was a stretch. And usually if I'm required to create something in such a short space of time, then I would also charge a rush fee on top of that. So... I read through the contract, you know, I read through the brief and the contract and all that sort of stuff. And so they were asking me for, um, I think it was one, one or two illustrations, right, that they would use in the publication for three months. So I thought, okay, cool. Um, They offered to pay me $1,000 and then said if they use it or use the, the material, then it would get bumped up to $1,600. So I thought, okay, well, ideally I'd get paid $1,600 to begin with, but whatever, okay. So (laughs) I read through the rest of the terms and then I was also contacted by a representative. And she said, you know, if you have any questions, I can't do American accent very well. If you have any questions about the contract, then just let me know. I had several questions about the contract and none of which were answered none of which were answered. I waited for about a week. And by that point, it was like, well, the revision sketches are due by now. So, you know, well, no, I don't think it was that soon, actually. I think the revision sketches were would have been due two weeks after the email. So they wanted me to get started a week after they sent the email and then produce it two weeks after that. So that was a red flag. And when I... Because I was told, all right, we want you to create this as a one-off, right? But when I opened the contract, the first thing I saw, it said that you, by signing this agreement, you agree to create works from time to time. 
you see? So I was like, okay, no, what do you mean by this? So I asked for clarification. Didn't get a response, right? A whole week had passed. I didn't get, I still now, it's 2020. I still haven't received a response from that lady about that. So that was question number one. There was another section that said that if we breach the contract in any way, you agree to defend us. You agree to not speak out about it. Yeah. You agree to defend us. And what's the word? Indemnify um, against all um, accusers or solicitors or blah, blah, blah. Um, And that basically, if they do anything that is untoward, I can't speak about it. I can't report it. I can't claim. I can't. And that's fishy as well. That is that is what no that's this the ethically that's like what so what if you take the piss then I can't say nothing because I'm on smoke listen when I'm making work yeah when I'm doing work I'm providing a service and I'm supposed to be getting paid for it and whatever I I'm very very careful about the fact that both parties are meeting the end of the agreement and if that isn't happening then I'm not standing for it And if it's a case where it's a serious breach or where I am being taken advantage of, then listen, I join unions. I don't. (laughs) I join unions and I strongly advise you all think about joining unions, too, because when things hit the fan, they've got your back. They've got your back. Uh, if you head over to the Instagram page, I do have a section called Trade Union for Artists. Or I have a post rather called Trade Unions for Artists. So you can um, <laughs> get some links to some unions from there. So that was another clause. And then when it came to payment, it said that they would pay if they use the work. But if they don't use the work or if they decide to not go ahead with anything or if they decide to um, just drop drop the project or not use my work for whatever reason, they said they'll pay up to 50% of the fee that was offered. So they'll pay up to $500. I was like, you're taking the piss because the man told me I would get $1,000 flat rate, flat fee, boom, and then if it's selected, then I get 1,600. So don't, so it doesn't tally up. Do you know what I mean? So then that was another question that I had. Um, and those three questions were enough for me to say, all right, let me, let me just take a rain check. Let me um, just get these questions answered and then come to a decision because I couldn't make a decision based on those clauses. They just didn't sit right with me. But then I didn't get a response, did I? So I sent that on the 14th. On the 21st of December, I just messaged the um, the guy who had contacted me because the, the lady hadn't contacted me about with um, regard to my questions, even though she had said. And I, I, I can't lie, it did take me a long while because I was deliberating. I even started crying because I was like, but this, this could be a good opportunity. And like, I just don't feel right about it. I don't know what to do. Should I go for it? I was asking my mum. My mum was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but she, she also did question the, um, 
the clauses that I had questioned. She was like, what? That don't sound right. She's like, I'm no, um, I'm no designer, but that doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound fair, you know? And um, I agreed. And then, but then there was a part of me that was like, yeah, you know, but this could, this could be it. This could be the big break, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I, I cried about it. I had a little, it wasn't a hissy fit, but it was just like, I, I just didn't know. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I'm getting stressed out. I got really worked up about it. And then I woke up, I went to bed, woke up and I said, you know what, Keisha, no. Mm-mm. If your spirit don't feel right, don't do it. And I've learned to trust my gut a long time ago because my gut has never let me down. It's never told me wrong. And so I contacted the original guy and I said, um, you know, unfortunately at this time I've got another project running simultaneously, but it's not a never, it's just a not now, you know. So I did leave the door open, although I have pivoted into coaching and online education now. So I, I can't really see myself entering back into the freelance sphere for now um, because I'd much rather be here helping other freelancers to get ahead in their careers. So yeah, I, I, I did leave the door open. Just, you know, I didn't want to be rude about it or whatever, but I wasn't happy with the fact that my questions weren't answered. And that's something that if you are approaching any, um, if you are getting approached rather by any clients, or even if you are the one that is um, initiating or whatever, the agreements need to be clear. They need to be fair for both parties. And it needs to be something that you will always, regardless of whether your work's selected or not, or whether it's shortlisted and blah, 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 you should be paid for your time and your skill, regardless, regardless. It's just respect. Why is it that you should spend all that time creating something, working on something, injecting your experience and your skills and your time and talent into something only for them to say, oh, actually, do you know what? I don't want to use it anymore, but I'll pay you, um, I'll pay you a, a smidge of what we originally agreed, if that's all right. No, it's not all right. No, it's not. You're going to pay me the flat fee and that's going to be that. And also that thing about uh, from time to time and just really read the small print because that could have ended up in a situation where you end up expected to produce work on a whim and at their beck and call whenever they ask you to. I was like, that ain't, that ain't what we agreed. Why is it what the lady's telling me, what the man's telling me and what the contract's telling me are all different? That's a red flag right there. Whenever you are entering an agreement or whatever, just make sure that you're reading the small print. And even if you think you understand what it says, I would always recommend just getting another opinion getting a second opinion, getting a third opinion, um, usually by somebody who understands contracts. and Because, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I did ask my mum, <laughs> but my mum wasn't really, she just, you know, was going off a hunch just like I was. But I think it's better to get advice from somebody who actually knows and understands contracts and works with them for a living, you know. So a solicitor or whoever else, just so that you are dead sure 100% sure. Okay, these are the terms. These are the terms I'm not sure about. Then we get clarification. And if you don't get clarification, then park it. Because why are they not giving you clarification? What have they got to hide? That's a that's a, a no-go as well. So yeah, I mean, sometimes you will be presented with opportunities that look all shiny and polished and pretty and ah. Oh. 
But then you might realise that, you know what? This isn't it. I have to really take a long, careful look at this uh, and realise that, no, no. That feeling in my gut, that churning feeling, is trying to tell me something. Sometimes it's anxiety and it has that feeling about everything. I get that. But sometimes you just know. You just know. And if you've read, read through something and your your spirit doesn't sit right with it, then, like I say... That's for a reason, okay? So don't feel afraid to challenge anything or ask questions. Ask and ask and ask until you understand and ask until they give you answers. And if they don't give you answers, then like I say, just keep it moving. So um, yeah, that's all I've got time for on this episode, my lovelies. I will speak to you same time next week. Um, And in that time, everyone take care and stay safe. Bye.